and welcome to the podcast of English composer Andrew Downs. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the extraordinary life of a muso mum. My name is Paula Downs, I am Andrew's younger daughter, and I am going to draw on my unique experiences of performing the music of Andrew Downs whilst being a mother. Today's episode is going to be a little different because my children are actually in the room with me. I've just picked them up from school, it's Friday. It's about to be the weekend and my husband is away. Since this is a podcast about being a muso mum, I thought that was quite suitable. Being a muso mum has its challenges. I really want to be around for my children and experience real separation anxiety when I am not with them. But equally, I feel I need to continue my career as a musician because I love it, because it makes me happy, it gives me something of my own and it gives me well-deserved and needed breaks. Before children, I spent my time when I wasn't teaching, practicing, having lessons, doing courses in singing, acting, dance and languages, doing the necessary promotional admin and performing. I had the luxury of preparing myself for a performance by having a rest, actually lying down in the dark, going over and over my music in my head in order to memorise it, having my brain to myself, making sure my body was as relaxed and stretched as possible and warming up my voice in the best way possible, taking a walk or shower at exactly the point that I felt like it. Since having the children, I have had experiences of changing babies' nappies in my concert dress. I have been looking after the kids until the last moment before I need to leave, waiting for my husband or babysitter to return so I can hand the kids over. I have suddenly realised my concert dress needs ironing minutes before I need to leave, and have then ironed it whilst consoling my youngest who is distraught at having a babysitter. I have packed multiple bags for me and the kids, desperately trying to focus on looking the best I possibly can. I have experienced utter exhaustion the day after a performance and then not been able to lie in. It has been pure craziness, but worth it. I am now going to play you a recording I made during a three-hour recording session that was squeezed in between dropping off and picking up my youngest from nursery. This is Kyrie from Andrew Down's Sacred Mass for Solo Unaccompanied Voice.
have made films to go with each movement of the mass, and these can be viewed at andrewdowns.com. Most of my films are shot with children running about behind me. One of the reasons I decided to learn how to make animations was because my eldest would just cry in the pushchair every time I was trying to film. My first animation project was all the high voice choral repertoire by Andrew Downs. I made the multi-track recordings when my eldest was two years old and my mum had to entertain her in the middle of Birmingham on a very cold day. They apparently had a great time at Millennium Point. Here is the recording that I made that day of Andrew Downs' Ovo Somnes. see the animation to go with that recording at andrewdowns.com. In order to learn how to make animations, I had to go on a two-day course at City Lit in London. 
My husband was not available to look after our then 18-month-old daughter on the first day, so I met my mum in London and she looked after my daughter. She was an incredibly lively toddler, so my mum had an absolutely exhausting time. In April 2015, I was to give my first performance since having baby number two. She was five months old. The piece was Andrew Downs' Ballad of St Canelm for soprano soloist, narrator, actors and chamber orchestra. This was the world premiere for the Hagley Music Festival, conducted by my mum, Cynthia Downs. My costume had been brilliantly created with the idea that I was aiming to be thinner by this point, and every time I perform the work, I'm happy to feel a bit smaller. I was lucky to be able to have a rehearsal with the orchestra before the birth of my daughter, since it was easier than taking more time away from her just before the concert. It also meant that I had learnt the music before my baby arrived. Four days before the concert, I travelled away from my baby for the first time for a rehearsal, but my dad was suddenly taken ill and went to hospital with his carer, so my mum could continue as planned. Halfway through the rehearsal, my mum was summoned to the hospital because my dad had had a stroke, so I had to conduct and sing. I then went to see him in hospital, panicking that I wouldn't be able to visit him again so easily with such a small baby. I'm happy to say that he recovered very well, and the premiere was a great success. We performed this work again soon after for the Winchcombe and Beaudley festivals. I was so grateful for these opportunities to allow me a short escape from the hard work of being a mum, to allow me to feel as though I was still singing and still had a career, even though I was very tied down by two small children, and to get to perform such a wonderful work with such nice people. I'm now going to play my favourite moment from the work, which luckily happens twice. This is Hazel, one of the soprano solos.
that was the live premiere performance at the Hagley Festival. You can purchase a DVD of the combined first three performances at the Hagley, Winchcombe and Bugley festivals at andrewdowns.com. You can also read an account of the premiere on the blog of Andrew's wife and publisher, Cynthia Downs, also at andrewdowns.com. One thing I really miss is singing with my husband accompanying me on the piano. We worked out after a particularly stressful concert that I was organising and singing in, and he was playing in, that it was easiest if I used a different pianist. Another concert we did together was particularly stressful, because as the recital approached, I realised that my littlest, who was two at the time, was not going to be happy being left with a babysitter. I had assumed she would be when we accepted the concert a year before. The concert was for the Marks and Piano series in London. We had been asked to perform a concert of music by Andrew Downs. This meant that both of my parents were at the performance and they were happy to watch the girls at the back of the church. Since we live in Cambridge, I couldn't bear the idea of leaving my youngest upset so far away, so we made the decision to take them with us. I bought them some elaborate colouring packs and we drove straight from picking the old one up from school. The concert was at seven that evening. I had packed nice dresses for us all and food and colouring and probably some screens and we drove into the London rush hour. I really had no idea what would happen when both me and my husband stood up to perform. Thankfully, my six-year-old coloured and the two-year-old sat on my mum's lap entranced. Thankfully, I knew the two song cycles extremely well since I had performed them so many times and had created films to go with them. I also remember my dad composing them at the piano and them being broadcast on Radio 3 when I was a small child. These songs were really in my blood. It was actually one of my favourite concerts ever. I was singing from memory and I acted more than I ever had before, feeling really comfortable on the stage. Here is a recording of my husband David Trippett on the piano and me singing of Sarah Brown from Andrew Downs' Songs from Spoon River with poetry by Edgar Lee Masters. The five songs in this cycle are from Edgar Lee Masters' Spoon River anthology. Each poem is narrated by a different ghost who tells of her former life as if reciting her own epitaph from the grave.
My five songs from Spoon River films can be viewed at andrewdowns.com. These were my first films and my only films made before children. It was a completely different experience involving long drives and train journeys through New England where we were living, one starting at four in the morning to capture the sunrise in Marblehead, Massachusetts, and many attempts to capture sunsets, spending a long time getting in and out of costumes, getting everything exactly right, having my camera and tripod just up in our flat with no worries of it being destroyed. The first film I made after having my first baby was when she was very little. I was determined to keep making my films and I got myself into a bit of a panic that I absolutely had to film her as a tiny baby for the Virgin's Cradle Hymn. This involved purchasing a spinning wheel from eBay and setting up a scene in our living room so that in between feeds and sleep I could plonk my child in her Moses basket and film her. This was definitely easier said than done because she was not the kind of baby who wanted to be put down for long periods. So I had a matter of minutes. I also had to somehow be wearing something suitable, something I felt attractive enough in to be filmed, which, as most mothers know, is very hard in the first weeks, months, if not years, after having a baby. I found some vaguely suitable outfit and made it happen. I think there was an annoying wire behind the Moses basket that I discovered when editing, but I couldn't go through that again. In fact, that film remained unused until I did my multi-track recording a year and a bit later, and then it was definitely too late to reshoot. I also don't think we have that spinning wheel anymore. Here is the audio recording that went with that film. was the Virgin's Cradle Hymn from Andrew Downs' Ballads for Christmas for High Voices and Harp. That was me singing with Rita Schindler on the harp. The video can be seen at andrewdowns.com. I watched this video again recently and I have to say I'm overjoyed to have such a record of my baby at such an early stage. She is now nearly eight and the time in between is a bit of a haze.
When she was about 10 months old, I decided to use her and her three-year-old cousin Max in a film based on a song by Andrew Downs called Happiness in a setting of a poem by Wilfred Owen, which recalls the happiness of his childhood before the atrocities of World War I. I needed a scene with bluebells, so I waited for the right time of year, took her to a place with bluebells which just happened to be under an amazing tree, put her in a really pretty dress that had belonged to me, set the camera going, put her down on the grass, and she crawled off towards the tree, sat down and raised her arms up towards the tree. I was over the moon, because without my direction, she had given me the perfect footage for a line I was struggling with. And that line was, and the wide arms of trees. For the scene with her and her cousin, I dressed her in the same dress. My sister dressed my nephew in some suitable clothes. We shoved some old-looking toys on the floor that we had collected, mainly from my mum, and then filmed a beautiful scene of two very contented children that lasted for about one minute. Here is the song Happiness, with me singing and my husband on the piano.
that was from the song cycle Finished Fields for either baritone or soprano by Andrew Downs. The four films can be seen at andrewdowns.com. A more recent filming experience with the two girls was our wonderful holiday to the Brecon Beacons, which we booked because my sister and I were giving a recital at Brecon Cathedral involving Andrew Downs' Sacred Mass for Solo Unaccompanied Voice and Sacred Mass for Solo Unaccompanied Violin. The week before that, my husband and children were taken to spectacular locations in the Brecon Beacons by me, and they helped me film scenes for Dreamland, a film based on Andrew Downs' work with poetry by Edgar Allan Poe. We had just moved out of our house into our music studio down the garden to allow the builders to renovate our house. I had had to pack for the holiday at the same time as moving house with two small children. This is an experience I never wish to repeat. Somehow I managed to remember my costume, a spectacular red and black ball gown, and my camera. That holiday was fantastic. The girls absolutely loved the walks we did and were highly entertained by me struggling into my ball gown and makeup in the car and then traipsing through ruined castles, sheep poo and rivers. We all particularly enjoyed an amazing walk of waterfalls and my older daughter was filming alongside me on my phone which she thankfully did not drop into the water. Here is the audio of that film made during the stolen three hour recording session I mentioned earlier. I am singing with my husband, pianist David Trippett, and soprano saxophonist Sally McTaggart.
That was Dreamland by Andrew Downs, and the film can be seen at andrewdowns.com. So the life I have depicted sounds pretty crazy. Attempting to do these things with two small children has not been easy, but it has honestly helped me to stay sane, has given me a creative outlet, and has given us some pretty fun things to do and special memories to look back on. Mm -hmm.